You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. Oh my God, that was my fault this time. I don't know, you may have heard me snort a little bit in the microphone um, during our lovely intro music here that I always bitch at people about making stupid noises during the bumping music. And that was my fault this week. But I have an excuse. You're sick as I'm a dog. sick as a fucking dog. Yeah, that's I, all. I have not been healthy in one shape or form or another since St. Patrick's Day. I don't know what the deal is, whether it's my back or my head or now whatever the hell this disgusting, phlegm-inducing dickhead virus <laughs> is floating around my system right now. Um, but we're here. And we got a really, really cool topic for this week, I think. It's going to be really neat. Be and different. I, I think my shit voice that I had this week will fit in with the mood of this topic, too. Totally. So I think, yeah, <laughs> we're there. But first. Speaking of shit voices. Yeah, speaking of shit voices. Yeah. Chris. Well, this is episode 115 of Real Crime. Yes, it is. We're getting back on our schedule a little bit here, so that's good. Last week was kind of different, too. What the fuck happened last week? Remember yeah. last week? You guys just Tomorrow was uh, sick. Yeah. You came over and we were like, oh, let's just smoke a well, cigarette. Well, no, the only, the only reason I said that was I was already here because you're dumbass. Well, no, that was my fault because I, I left the house early. <laughs> no, I left the house early because I wanted to go somewhere that closed early. Yes. And yeah, that was in that. Yeah, so that was oh, totally dude, I got so lucky last week. Chris literally caught me as I was getting on 696. Yeah, that's what he said. Um, oh, so well, I was shit. Ar- but I was Lord. already out here. And we just said, well, I'm like, well, I'm right here at Myers getting oranges. So I'm, <laughs> uh, well, you got to do something with your free time. Right. So, you know, we decided just to get together and do something. That was fun last week. We talked about what the Amityville horror. Or we talked about the conjuring. No, the yeah. Lorraine, what are they called? Uh, what, what, what are those, those, those <laughs> charlatans high. called? I'm high right now. I'm high. Ed and Lorraine Warren. <laughs> the Warrens. Yeah. That's what it was. Rest in peace. Respect to them. Um, Kind of. So this week we're going to talk about the Motley Crue biopic <laughs> on Netflix, The Dirt. But first, we're going to jump into our sponsors. Got to mention Sellerman's. We mention them every week. I was there on Friday. Yeah, no wonder you're That's sick. That's why I'm sick now. Yeah. Thanks, Sellerman's. You made me sick. Aw. You're welcome. Excellent you're scotch welcome. ale, though. They had a couple <laughs> yeah. of nice scotch ales there. They have, they yeah. have new, It's excellent. Delicious. Of course, the Flint Institute of Arts. Of course. Got to mention them. They have my cot ready. Yeah? Yeah, I'm ready to move in for the summer. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Mara's then, shaking her head. Like, <laughs> Mara's like, these assholes, I quit. I quit. <laughs> and then, Story of course, off. projectorscreen.com. Check yes. them out at www.projectorscreen.com. No. <laughs> yeah. No, it can't be that easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy to figure out. Um, it's almost it's, as easy as Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't say that. That was the first mom joke in like a year and a half. You said it about your own mom, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a bad person. I want to go you home. Are. Sorry, mom. Um, so on news this week, not really much going on. Vincent Cassell has just joined the cast of Westworld Season 3 on that's HBO. Awesome. So that's pretty cool. He's a great like character type actor. He yeah. Is. So he's joining Westworld Season 3. Chris Hemsworth today, they're saying, is going to stick on with the marvel yep. series for phase four yep at but least we're not doing any spoilers here so i'm not going to say anything about it yeah he's just staying on board yeah and then uh end game everybody's heard this is the biggest they box made op- like 300 billion dollars or something what's it, what's a it billion made, dollar opening weekend it made 357 million dollars domestically and 
at the end of its first week in international release, it's already at $1.2 billion. That's completely ridiculous. That's insanity. Insanity. That's just crazy. It's it's printing money. It is printing money at this point. Yeah. That's amazing. The cool thing is they actually pulled it off. The movie's awesome. Go see it. Spend your money uh, Everybody I've talked to, and I'm not even that much of a fan, but everybody I've talked to, they're like, yeah, it was great. I can't wait. I'm seeing it uh, Thursday morning. I just I just gotta bring a a piss bag with me to, to the theater. I think cause it's like three hours long. They said. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna stop at my doctor see if they'll cap stadium buddy before I go in stadium and... buddy or something <laughs> like that. Three hours in one minute. Yeah, yeah that's adult diapers. That's it's pretty epic. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. The uh, only spoiler I will give I guess you it is it all depends though. You don't have to wait through the credits this time because there's no stinger at the end. So yeah, that's the one. There is thing. something. There's a the voice. Though, there though. there's some noise going on at the end. It's nothing to script all i can tell you is there's some clanking going on and that's it i know what it is yeah i don't know what it is it's a vibrator it's a vibrator yeah i'll tell you when we're not on the air yeah <coughs> it's my mom's vibrator oh God. anyway <laughs> disgusting <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys i'm going home that's what she said <laughs> i'm gonna keep mara going with this tonight um, you talk about your own mom that's yeah <laughs> that, that makes it okay. Um, That's a real man right there. And then yeah. uh, the trailer dropped today for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> I think. I can't oh, even watch shit. it. I just looked at the picture and it's oh, too it's weird. So oh, <laughs> oh, shit. So yeah. It's there's, too weird. There's Jim no. Carrey actually is the only thing that looks good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. He, he does kind of look like normal. And Other than I, that, uh, like, Sonic looks no. malformed and, like, I don't know. No. Well, like, like I know he's, he's I know he's a hedgehog, so that's an actual animal. But it's really unnerving. They made him like like furry looking. But there is no such thing as bipedal blue hedgehogs. Right, so right. There just, you go. They should just be able to go wherever they want with that. I mean, I agree. It's, it's yeah. Detective, it's Detective Pikachu as, is the one I'm waiting. I was for. gonna say, does not look as good as like and cute as Yee. Detective Pikachu does. Oh, I I'm taking Matilda to see oh, that I Monday. I want to go see that so bad. Yeah, yeah she was like, really? Too. I'm like, yep. She's so excited. Oh, I don't so blame her. I would be too. Freaking cute. Um, and then and Ryan uh, Reynolds. I mean, come on. Last little bit of news. Zach Efron yesterday said that there is still a possibility they're going to make a Greatest Showman 2. So I don't know if any of you guys are interested in that movie at all. Ding, the ding. first one was yeah. pretty good. Was, I really enjoyed the first one. It was fun. <laughs> I don't know. Do I really think uh, two is necessary? Not even a little. It was kind of a lightning in a bottle kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. You know. So. All right. New releases this week. We've got Ugly Dolls, the movie. Dana's going to be reviewing that one for us. Thank God somebody is. <laughs> We've got The Intruder coming out. And then the latest uh, Seth Rogen comedy, Long Shot. Oh, so, I'm sure it'll be hilarious. Long Shot actually looks. <laughs> it's getting okay reviews so far. It's funny. Yeah. It doesn't look terrible. And I love that it's mostly just Seth Rogen making fun of how ugly Seth Rogen is. Yeah, he's usually pretty good at that. Yes, he's great. We um, all have our niche. And then really, in uh, new releases, that's about it. I think everything yeah. is still kind of steering clear of Avengers because this movie is going to literally rape the box office for the next four to six weeks. In the ass. Oh, at the least. Yeah. Well, and what I heard was that Captain Marvel over the weekend was having a lot of sold-out yes. shows, too. Yes, Because yes. people couldn't get into Avengers, so they were going to see that. So that made a whole fuck ton of money. 
So, so they're 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 just making money by association. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wonderful. Which is kind of cool. That's good. No, yep. it really is. Um. All right. Suggested viewings this week. I've got a really strange one. I don't even really know why I'm suggesting it, but I saw High Life last week. Okay. Have you, no, have you guys heard of this? I've heard yeah. of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really strange sci-fi movie, kind mm-hmm. of in the vein of Solaris. Oh, really? Very slow paced. Kind of reminds me of Moon quite a bit, too. See, Moon I loved just because it was a character piece. And it was but... like a Twilight, like an extended Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Hmm. This is a really, really strange, strange movie. Is this one with the the the, the Robert sex, Pattinson? Yeah, the sex socket and the it's and the got ship. the fuck. They call it the fuck box. Yeah, and it's basically yeah. a box where you go and yeah. either masturbate or have sex, and there's all kinds of crazy, goopy stuff just squirting wow. all over the place and coming out of the box. It's it's a weird movie. So is that, Robert, is that the focal point of the movie? movie? Theaters. Oh, I'm sorry. In, no. It's in theaters. It's it, like the main art. Okay. It's like an art house film. Very low budget sci-fi with Robert Pattinson in it. I'm so glad that he is actually turning out to not be a terrible actor. Yeah. He's kind of striking out now and yeah. doing some really cool he's stuff. Got some, he's got some guts. It's cool. And I hate to say it, but they were talking about him doing Batman. I would be okay with that. I would be okay with Although that, Although my, my, my dream casting for that is Oscar Isaac. Yeah, that would be cool, I too. I think he would be spectacular. Because he could do both. He yeah. could do both very he, well. He could he's be running bad. up the ranks of one of my next man crushes, actually. Is yeah. Oscar Isaac. Oh, hell yeah. 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 yeah he's, he's great. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. So, yeah, High Life. Jeff, definitely check that one out or if you got a chance. Just know titled, you're going something weird, but it's yeah, fun. Aptly yeah. titled, Fucking in Space. Fucking <laughs> in a Box in Fucking Space. Fucking in a Box in Space, y'all. Yep. <laughs> All right, Trevor. I know I, you've been holding on to this one for a couple weeks. So. I have. Um, I'm going to the late 70s, strangely enough. For a movie that sounds like it would be absolutely terrible, it's called The Car. Oh, dude! About a demon car. Yes. I know, that goes I know around I and kills that. everybody in the village. Yes. In a town. Yes. It's got jo- uh, James Brolin <coughs> and um, Ronnie Cox are is like the two main stars of the movie. It's actually a really good movie. It really is, and it's really funny. I'm watching it. I'm reading about it before I watch it, and I'm like. Wow, this sounds like a really bad Christine ripoff. And then I do like dig just a little deeper, and I'm like, oh shit, this came out before Christine, and by a lot, by like six years. And it is absolutely mesmerizingly good. It is so good. I was absolutely shocked at how much I enjoyed that movie. And it has some of the best kills I've ever seen in a movie. That Chris, you've seen it, right? Yeah. The one part where the car jumps ma- magically six feet in the air and drives through the middle of the living room and kitchen of a house and just happens to hit the woman that it's going after perfectly in the process. That's amazing. And then just keeps going. And it's just, the, the whole movie is like that. This car pinning people in areas and it's a demon so it can't go into hollowed ground so they're hiding in graveyards and that kind of stuff. It's amazing. That's cool. Amazing movie. It's on Shudder. If you guys have it, watch it. You'll love it. I promise. Sweet. All right. I think that was made for TV, though, too, wasn't it? Not that I can tell. No. Okay. Not that I can tell. Cool. Hmm. Mara. Okay. I I don't have a suggested viewing, really, because I was was in Chicago this weekend seeing the original Misfits. Yeah, I was going to ask you how that went. It was amazing. I saw the pictures on Facebook. 
Oh my god! We all saw the pictures on Facebook, and all of us were fairly jealous. jealous. Oh fuck. my god! Jealous. Fuck! I was so jelly. Yeah, it was. Um, mm. It was jelly. It was, it Something was about hearing Scott say jelly is a little off-putting. I just thought I'd point that out. I've been seeing this term <laughs> jelly a lot the don't past couple to, days. Don't get used to it. I'm high. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Mara. So my suggested <laughs> viewing is Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Anything by Danzig. Yeah. <laughs> that works. How about the Danzig documentary from like 1990? The v- the Danzig yeah, VHS? Yeah. 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 That, that was the Go- shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Even I was like, yeah, yeah. No, that was a really cool. Because I mean, that's what like, when that documentary came out. I mean, we were all enamored. I mean, we were all Misfits fans and the Sam Hain fans. Um, and then Danzig came out. And we're like, whoa, this is something totally different. Mm-hmm. This is cool. Mm-hmm. And Danzig became even more this ominous character along with the rest of his band. Right. You know. And, you know, and I'll just fucking I'm gonna put that down as my suggested viewing right there. But because because I could say like I remember watching that when we were kids. You know, and the Misfits, of course, you just saw. I mean, you know, and you knew this before you went there. I mean, they always had, and it's why I love about you know certain bands is they can they can look like a they can look like a uniform unit, like they all wear the same uniform, mm-hmm. but not look the same. It's not forced, right? Like yeah. the Ramones did that perfectly mm-hmm. as another band. Like they didn't force that. That's just what they did. Yeah, it's just the shit they wore, mm-hmm. but they got up on stage and you're like, dude, these guys look like all the same, mm-hmm. and it made it so cool. Uh, and there's a, there's a, I've heard of the name. God, they for were that. good live too. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Uh, but there was a there, and there's a, it's unintentional. Oh Jesus, I'm a high. I'm high. I can't remember anything right now. <laughs> it, it, there's a term for it as far excuses, as how bands excuses. play. Like they wear yeah. sometimes they, they wear the same clothes, but it's it's very subtle. You can't really tell mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and Danzig. Um, Really nailed that. I mean, yeah. but they didn't wear a lot of clothes. They all just kind of like, you know, except Danzig wore like those screen shirts and stuff. But he like had, those guys. He had quite a bit, quite a few different costumes and outfits. And basically it was just days. all black. Well, he had like, he made his, uh, a lot of his own shirts. So he had the um, Captain Harlock shirt. Yeah. yeah. He had uh, the uh, other one that um, that was like the skeleton. Mm-hmm. He had two that looked like skeleton. But Danzig um, is the band. I mean, those guys. Oh, as I mean, the yeah. whole band. I mean, at the, and in that time when Danzig first came out, we're yeah. like, what the fuck is this stuff, right? Because these guys, they all looked the same to me. Yeah, but oh, they, yeah, but I they did. Okay. They all, they all had their own yeah. individuality. The black leather jacket and but the they, black yeah. jeans. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, if you look from a, you know, <clears throat> they all were very. They were all had their, you know, Chuck Biscuits, Jesus, kind of legendary drummer. You yeah. know, uh, he had the most different look out of them all. You know, he was more. He was blonde. Yeah. The rest of the, I mean, but again, like all them high contrast photos they did of those mm-hmm. guys, you couldn't really tell. Mm-hmm. So they kind of had that same thing, like the Ramones or. or or the Misfits had they had that uniform look, but they all were un- they all were individuals. But mm-hmm. it just it all made sense. Yeah, it all belonged together at the time. Mm-hmm. Those four guys belonged in that band together, and that documentary really kind of brought that out. It was super cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna steal that from you. <laughs> so, <laughs> suggested viewing is it? It's like Danzig the DVD. I don't know. Not DVD. It's uh, it's the first. It's just called Danzig the VHS because the there's because there's a. a Two Lucifuge, and then there's yeah. the Archive de la Morte, and uh, she watched those. One too. Those were super cool. The, yeah, the and the, what's the El original Demon. one? This is a Les Paul. Yeah, I sweat blood for this guitar. It only plays Les Paul. Yeah, all, all my girlfriends are jealous of this guitar. Well, that's, no, that's what <laughs> that's uh, John. That's, yeah, it's yeah. John Christ talking shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so this many. This is called the bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what he says. 
there's so many great lines in that movie, but it's it's not it's you know you can giggle a little bit, but yeah, it's serious. Those Welcome guys to were my for book real. Collection. Oh my god, dude, the book those guys collection. were for real. They were no they were no joke, and Danzig still isn't. I mean, yeah. all the shit that Danzig takes nowadays. Um, you know, I still love the guy. I still respect him. He's mm-hmm. done. He's a, he's a legend. So fucking deal with it, dude. Whatever. All right, moving on. Give us your suggested viewing. I just gave it to you, asshole. <laughs> Danzig. I'm hot. Somewhere, suggested somewhere, viewing. somewhere Danzig. in there was the suggested viewing. Oh, I said so- I said I stole this from Mara. Oh. Danzig, the VHS. Got it. Okay. Maybe okay. you should be listening over there, Mr. Producer Boy. Um, I'm doing two things. He's zoned now. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm hot. <laughs> I'm hot. So. so let's talk about a much shittier band. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about someone who who are son of a bitches. Absolutely. Someone who's lo- not a son of a bitch. That, that's not that's not alluding that Danzig. Think or... about it, baby. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's all right. That's not alluding that Danzig or the Misfits or Sam Hain were shitty in any way whatsoever. I think they were brilliant. Even at their worst times, they were still a brilliant band and much better than the band we're going to talk about this week. Yeah, Agreed. not really a fan of Motley Crue myself. Put that, put that on the record. Fuck them. You know. Early era, I was probably, I was a little too young for. They're a little too sexy for me, you know, and my mom was kind of like, no, you're not listening to that. But then I got into like the girls, girls, girls phase, you know? Yeah. I like mm-hmm. bought that album. Too Fast for Love, that was like the first. Yeah. You're going to laugh. Pretty I was listening to rap when they were big. No, I, I mean, had, I I had absolutely mm-hmm. zero interest in metal. Although my first album was Twisted Sister, but. Stay yeah. hungry. Stay hungry. Yeah, I love that album. One of my favorites. Absolutely. You can't stop rock and roll. Perfect album. Perfect album. Yep. Just gotta say that. Um, um, no, but, but yeah, I mean, for me, it, my appeal or the appeal of Motley Crue and hair metal, especially, was the really cute girls I went to school with that were all into it, and it was totally worth it just for that. They all had the same hair. They did. They had that claw, <laughs> that claw of hair in the, the front. What the fuck was that thing? I don't know. Cool. I don't know. It was, it was Aquanet, cool. is what it was. <laughs> it was a poof. <laughs> a hawk would get stuck in that if it was flying low enough. Like I remember when we all started smoking, and those girls you didn't want to be near so, if they oh had a cigarette because, yeah. like, you were afraid that they and your cigarette would be a fireball. Yeah, oh, totally. it was terrifying. It was terrifying. There were there were two bands growing up. At least when I was that age, when Motley Crue was at their height, mm-hmm. their zenith. There were two bands we hated. We hated Motley Crue, mm-hmm. and we really hated Bon Jovi. Ooh. I mean, we fucking hated Bon Jovi. Yeah, Bon Jovi's worse. Those two bands were the total. No, worse. Bon Jovi is not worse. Bon Jovi <sighs> actually had talent. <laughs> I, I, I like. I, like going I, back and looking, <laughs> going back and looking out of the two. Bon Jovi. This is a matter of opinion and taste, quite <laughs> frankly. It's not really about talent here. No, no, and you know, I'll actually put this on record. I mean, both those bands could play. <clears throat> yeah, I think totally. both those That's bands could play. exactly. Just wasn't yeah. what it's I was into. It's a matter of taste, yeah. And I mean, I'm being very vicious right now, but I mean, they could, they were, they were all decent they were, musicians. They mm-hmm. really were. Big Mars, damn good guitar player, actually. Oh, he's yeah. yeah. So, but this wasn't my kind of music. It wasn't the songs. Death that I to liked. false metal. Yeah, exactly. And that's mm-hmm. what the I was whole saying, who, who was the lead band. guitarist for Bon Jovi? Richie Sambora. That's what I thought. Yeah, he, but he's, he's not with them anymore. No. Where's he at? They kicked him out. He's like doing like some Richie Sambora Bon Jovi solo act. Why do you know all this, you fucking poser? Because (laughs) I like to follow all this stuff. Um, (laughs) I will say this. I know we're going to talk about the dirt more than Bon Jovi, but uh, I actually think John Bon Jovi used to have a pretty good voice. It's it's shredded now. Well, yeah. But the um, Young Guns too. 
I mean, Blaze of Glory, that is yeah. a great song. Calling it metal, no. probably not. No. But it's still a good song. It is a good song. song. You need a cough drop? No. You don't want to be high? No. I don't want to be high. Does cough drops <laughs> get you high? No, I got such a low tolerance. <laughs> Everything gets me high. I have no tolerance for anything. <laughs> uh, Motley Crue, as you guys know, Motley Crue, well, this documentary or not, what the hell? God, it's not so a documentary. I'm it's so a biopic. I'm so high. It's a biopic. Uh, a biopic came out on Netflix called The Dirt. Uh, and it really has kind of, it's been a big deal. I think it's starting to kind of lose a little bit of steam now. Uh, when it first dropped, everybody was freaking out about mm-hmm. it. Um, taking to social media to voice their opinions about the film on Netflix. <laughs> and so I guess like as far as how we're going to approach this, I, I mean, I, do we want to start off with initial impressions and just kind of go around? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, ahead, my initial impression was I thought, the movie, it painted them in a bad light, but I don't think it painted them in enough of a bad light because, you know, they're horrible people. They really are mm-hmm. horrible, horrible people involved in STDs and fucking killing people, drinking and driving, you know, overdosing. Uh, yeah, I mean, they the even whole glossed deal. over, like, the drinking and driving death. Well, they show <laughs> it. But it's so glossed over, like, the impact You of don't it. really understand, like, Vince Neil's, like, a bad dude. Like, really, in real life, he's... Mm-hmm. A piece of shit. He's a... Yeah, you know? And I don't want to be, like, too harsh on these people, because obviously it's a movie, but when it is in a biopic like this, usually you're getting the lighter version. You're not getting... Oh, and there's a lot of comedy in this movie. Yeah. yeah. A lot of goofiness, you there see. Yeah. The oh, yeah. other first impression I walked away with this movie is... I thought the acting was terrible and the live performance footage. When you have something like Bohemian Rhapsody come out a year ago that nailed the live performance footage aspect of it. Yeah. And then you put out another movie within that same same time frame and it looks this bad. There's mm-hmm. a problem. Mm-hmm. There wasn't that care that went into it. And I know they didn't have the budget that the Freddie Mercury one did. But in this movie... It's very noticeable yeah. how bad, like when the Vince you know Neil dude really is. Funny about that too, they spent like months rehearsing, months rehearsing, like to actually be able to play the songs. So what? It's that bad. Oh yeah, it's that bad, and that was them improved. <laughs> it's terrible. Just saying. Hmm. All right, Trevor. What were you guys' yeah, first Trevor impressions of this thing? My first impression of it at first was like, "This is cute." Like, yeah. Like my other my my jokey first impression was, "Is holy shit, we can put tits back in movies." Yeah, plenty of those. You know, I mean, like, like other than that, it felt like a glossed over, really half-assed biopic trying to make assholes look like decent human beings um i mean they gloss over the death of of i can't remember the guy's name dude from hanoi rocks yes 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 i always forget his name look at they 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 gloss over that death but then vince's daughter dies and they make him a saint in that scene in that section of the movie and it's like they don't balance each other out 
You know, it's not Razzle. It was Razzle. 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 Yeah. Razzle. That's it. Wait, and Hanoi Rocks was a pretty good band. Hanoi mm-hmm. Rocks was going to be yeah, amazing. They would, have, they would have been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's super bummer. Anyways, sorry, yeah. Trevor. Go ahead. But, I mean, it, it really just felt like a desperate attempt to save face after all of the books and all of the bullshit that everybody's put out that is basically admitted to how much, how fucked up these guys are. Now, all of a sudden, it's like. Give us the glossy version. Yeah, let's get let's put out a movie and, and make everybody look okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, they had they had uh, what's his name, uh, Punch's girlfriend. Oh, Tommy wife. Lee. Tommy Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but eh. such a great guy. You know, I had a problem with that scene because I, I kind of thought that they tried to make it seem like he was regretful and like you're kind of supposed to feel sorry for him. And I yeah, thought, that bugged me too. I'm like, what? Okay, I know she called his mom a cunt, but like, oh, I don't really think that that any word is worth being punched. And I, I don't, I, I, and that's the thing. I don't really know. It's like I want to hear her side of the story. It's very one sided. So no, I don't know if she really was that antagonizing. From what I hear. And then uh, if they're so regretful about it, they couldn't even say her name in it. They didn't even give her a name. Oh, yeah. And they were supposedly going to be married. So I was like, yeah. uh, yes. that's manipulative right there. Oh, Because at first I did kind of feel like, oh, man, she really got to. And then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This is a little one-sided and weird. It I was. mean, and of course, it, it is. It is one-sided. It's their side. But what's really yeah. funny is that they—they <clears throat> they actually, you—you you are absolutely right, because what they did was actually much worse. Mm-hmm. He physically punched her, mm-hmm. picked her up, and threw her out the door of the bus as mm-hmm. it was driving in the desert. Yeah, I bet. I and bet it was her, worse. And left her there, and then kept going. Yeah, and then he did his whole thing about. Uh, uh, Heather Locklear, which, by the way, the girl they got to play her, mm-hmm. eerily like similar to her, especially to at that era. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Like I that didn't, was very weird. She talked like her. She had that same like smile, like yep. just. And then she came in and she was like, "Go with your porn star slut," and it was just like it was so much like her. And she was really treated with a lot of dignity, and you know she didn't do anything wrong, and you know he didn't and, even fight back with that. And he's like, "That's the one that's gonna get away." Which yeah. wasn't true because she was a pretty horrible person too. Yeah, from what still I've read. is. I was, I was, yeah. con- I was wondering about that too because I thought, come on, no one's, you know, no one's perfect here. Well, well, no. <laughs> but how many times has she been arrested in the last two years for I, spousal abuse? You know? Oh, yeah. I didn't even know about that. See, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think two times she's been arrested for it. Now she's like been through forced rehab three times. She's overdosed wow. like five times in the last six. I didn't years. know she was that messed up. Oh, she well. is a. She makes Tommy Lee look like he's not a train wreck. Maybe that's why he, he <laughs> wants to be with her. He's like, well, we're we're evened up, we matched. <laughs> she oh, she's a she's a fucking nightmare. I mean, I, honestly, though, other than that, I, I I enjoyed watching the movie. I laughed. I like mm-hmm. thought it was fun, and I like I, after it was over, I kind of thought like, man, if these like weren't about real guys, this might be like. Like a really good, like I might be Animal like, House. oh, I love this Another movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like it was so fun. And yeah, it just, but it did give me, it felt very manipulative. Like when it, when the kid died, I cried like a fucking baby. Me too. I cried. Oh, and like, I hated that I cried. I, yeah, and not because like I thought, the, and not because. <laughs> I was because actually mad about I was that. too, because I was like, this isn't because I, this is good filmmaking. This isn't because I'm like really reacting to like, you know, what's going on in this character's life. 
This yeah. is just because like a it's little a kid, kid dying. is dying. Yeah. And you could tell. I mean, you know, he obviously he loved his child. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. I mean, so that's sad no matter hope. what. Right. You'd hope. Then he loved it. <laughs> All right, Scott. Give us your first impressions of this thing. Well, as I watched this. Well, you know, I'll, I think it's pretty clear. I feel the same way. I, these guys are all just, they're assholes. Uh, but, yeah, they're however, bags. you know, I don't think anybody really starts that way. I think that's a conditioning thing. Oh, of course. Um, as we know, with the with the exception of Tommy Lee, these guys all had pretty rough up, upbringings, too. They weren't treated that well. Mm. And I'm not blaming this. I'm not trying to, you know, move this responsibility from mm-hmm. them. Um, however... Um, as this movie progresses and seeing this stuff happen when I was growing up, you know, we'd read about this stuff in magazines, like all this completely insane shit that was going on with this band. Oh, that was um, Madhouse. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, being in situations like that sometimes growing up, I think we've all been there, right? And again, I'm not trying to reduce any responsibility for their shitty, asshole-ish behavior. Mm-hmm. However, I think a lot of this stuff, you know, yeah, drunk driving, all these horrible things that happened. These guys were all junkies. Mm-hmm. They were all high, drunk, stoned, whatever, shooting, snorting, whatever it was, out of their minds for years. Uh, and it was always, I think, one of those things that, you know, when you party like that, um, and again, this is speaking from some experience, even though I just, you know, a few beers here and there, uh, these guys are always trying to one-up each other. You know, this is just a big-ass party and this is just like, how far can we push this thing? We have all these opportunities to be completely ridiculous as people, right? So let's just keep pushing the envelope, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I, you know, as far as watching that and thinking about what this band was at that time. I'm like, these guys, this was just a big party competition. Let's just see who can be the most fucking crazy. Yeah, who can get mm-hmm. the most stoned or drunk you know, and, and the, do the dumbest know, thing. That mm-hmm. scene with Ozzy, that really horrible impersonation oh. of Ozzy. That I mean, was that's, so terrible. And that's a real story. That that, that really that happened. Really happened. I know. I know. It, really I, happened. I know. It's, it was so like, that you, was hard to watch. You got, you got a picture that you think about this, okay? Though you're in that situation, and Ozzy Osbourne walks out to a pool, and you're all partying. And you got a guy like Ozzy, you know, who can't be shown up. His ego is the size of a truck even to this day. Um, he's not going to be shown up. So he's like, well, let me show you how you really fucking party, guys. And look, you know, I don't want to go into all the horrible shit that he did. Um, so this whole thing was like just this big one-up competition with these guys. Except for Mick Mars, you know, Mick Mars. And that's something, that's one thing I thought they, they kind of nailed. Mick was Mick, the only part of the was, movie that I, did, I liked. Me well, too. He, well, and that's, he, Mick was always the more mature exactly. one. He was older than those guys. Uh, and he always kind of was more reserved and said, you know, you guys are like a bunch of assholes. He seemed cool as hell. I, I, I yeah. think he probably is the only cool one in the yeah. band. Yeah. <laughs> I you think know. he's probably the only, like, well, he's probably the one with the most talent, too. Oh, yeah. Here, here's, oh, yeah. yeah. Here's a way to think about this thing. I've been on and this. He's a cripple. I didn't realize he was. Oh, yeah. yeah his, I, his back's totally fused. Yeah. 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 I, no <laughs> I actually read an interview with him because if you see him now, like, literally, I'll try to, like, his neck kind of points down. Like, he walks like. His neck, sorry, I wish it, yeah, no, his we, neck is pointed down, and I read an interview with him, and he's like, well, he's like, yeah, I'm stuck this way now for the rest of my life. However, that's how I play guitar. Play guitar. He's like, so, so it's I okay. can still play guitar. That's why he could still play guitar well, and play in the good. band yeah. still. That's awesome. If, he, if it was any other way, he wouldn't have been able to do it. So um, <sighs> what I was going to say is, like, to put this in perspective and thinking this thing through, I, and you're going to laugh when I say this, but I've been kind of on this weird, like, 
like reading and watching like YouTube videos on like uh, professional wrestling history, right? Oh yeah, that's just fun. On some of like you know, and some of the more extreme elements and things like that. And as I was listening to you guys talk, I was thinking about both you these think things. That, do you think it was an act like a like? No, they're, no, they're no. playing heels or no, 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 not at all. What I'm saying is like some of these guys, some of these professional wrestlers, for example, there's some pretty heavy shit that's went down in, in oh, wrestling yeah. history that is either scripted or unscripted, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. I don't we don't need to go into any of that, and it's the same type of I think this mania. Yeah. You have as a group of people where it's like, fuck, man, this is so intense, and you're in, your adrenaline's pumping, and you're not thinking. You're mm-hmm. living. For, you're li- you're truly living in the moment, mm-hmm. right? Which I think is a good thing. I'd like to do in more in my life, not with a pile of blow in front of me and you know dead. The pile and of shit. blow actually <laughs> makes it much easier. I'm sure it does. Uh, <laughs> Let me so, tell you, you, <laughs> you stop being so concerned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I'm I, I'm. <laughs> hate to turn this into a, a, a dissertation, but you know I'm thinking about what really made this shit happen for real. I mean, and there was a lot of I mean a lot of what the dirt showed, showed us that stuff was based on real stuff. Oh yeah, the shit mm-hmm. went down. Mm-hmm. This crazy insanity did go down, and I'm like, what made that right? I, and I think a lot of things made it. I mean, you had people who had you know the, had mental problems. Right, they, those guys were fucking crazy. Even yeah. Mick Mars was crazy, yeah. right? Well, he had to be a certain level of crazy to hang with yeah, those yeah, crazies exactly. too. Uh, and yeah. you had, it takes a lot to put up with that. Bullshit. You had yeah, buckets of money. Actually, hang, hung out with him. What's that? I think he actually just went to his room and was like, "Leave me the fuck alone." Yeah, I mean, uh, there's probably. a lot. There's, he, I guess, said. I mean, that, and that's, that's true. He was do. much more reserved than the rest of those guys. But you had a group of people who had mental problems with buckets of money to do whatever the hell they want. They weren't mature enough to deal with that kind of money. And Period. Also, someone who's going to make excuses for them and yeah. smooth yeah. things over when they're yeah. done, yeah. you know, because they're making them money. Well, yeah, and they're, so. they have all these handlers, that, yeah, that are making a very good living off of them. Uh, so, <clears> yeah, <throat> of course they're going to protect their interest, which is that band. I think that basically <coughs> what we're saying is Mick Mars is probably like the most humble one that just kind of accepted it for what it was in literally no, i mean it's his dream too he wanted to be a, he wanted to be a well, rock star right well, but i'm saying like he's away. humble in the fact that i think you know he could have just at some point just walked away and he probably would have been fine yeah oh he could have walked away and started his own band and anybody with the half a brain would have joined yeah but, the, but to me it's just the, the, the whole idea of what happened with his band they're terrible people they are no excuses whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, but you're I, right. I'm curious to see what created people. that tornado. Well, I mean, I mean, they kind of went into it a little bit with Nikki Six. I mean, his his parents both really let him down. I mean, he blames his mom tremendously, and that's obviously where all his misogyny comes from. But yeah, I mean, his yeah. dad's obviously a piece of shit too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, there's that, and then you look at Tommy Lee, and it's like. He obviously had no discipline at all. So yeah, it's he, like you know, he seemed to really love his family, and that's yeah. something I read years ago too. That yeah. they really supported his music thing. Yeah, and so, his, you know, he even showed him like he took his sister's pants, and like you know, he had this. It was a very just like you know, normal playful. moment. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah and he just walked out like that. He yeah, didn't care. Yeah. So I think it's just this mania that created this thing. You know, thinking this thing through and trying to understand what the hell happened and what made them leave this wake. Of just destruction, broken hearts, mm-hmm. death, mm-hmm. dead people, right? Uh, yeah. It's a sad story. Quite a few. <laughs> and those guys all deserve to die in, in, in the middle of that wake, too. But somehow they all came through. 
They all made it through. Well, they all made it through did and they die all just... like five times. Yeah, but he's still here. <laughs> he, they're still here. Yeah. Somehow these guys made it through. Yeah. Um, you know, I believe that's for, for a reason, too. I mean, maybe maybe they needed to go through that shit. You know, and I, they're terrible people still. I was saying, they're, oh. still, mm-hmm. they're still pieces of shit. They I are. Mean, like, they came through it and not, didn't, didn't mature. No. It's one of the weirdest fucking stories I've ever heard in my life where... Normally you see these stories and it's like craziness in the in the 80s and cocaine fueled madness, and then come the 90s and the early 2000s, they're like, I found Buddha. Well, yeah, and like Nikki yeah. has been a big a big proponent of that idea where now he's like, well, I'm clean and I'm doing great. It's like, well, and like Dennis Leary said that years ago, he's like, you know, well, these guys are all like saying don't do drugs. Well, we can't. You did them all, asshole. All, so I, I can verify that that is not true. <laughs> that, that, that that they, they did, did not. not. So, there was there was plenty for me in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I mean, as far as they they had that that's my that was my takeaway from that was like okay this this was this tornado had to be created somehow. You know? Oh yeah. And I think I understand some reasons that I'm sure are accurate, but I sure it's a lot more. There's a lot more to it than just of this course shitty document. I'm not saying you're gonna it's laugh. I, one of the pick. things that kept going through my mind as I watched that goddamn movie was. If these dudes would have chilled the fuck out, like, 82, they might have actually been an amazing band that had a really interesting, cool career. Well, yeah, how many albums have they, have they actually put out? Like, six? Six. And they've been a band? Maybe seven. <coughs> Technically, they've been a band for 30-something, 40, you know, whatever they years. They finally but broke up, what, three years ago? Yeah, 2015 was their final show. Yeah. Just to play devil's advocate, I mean, because I don't like the band, but, I mean, <laughs> it didn't really <laughs> seem to, like, do anything to their success. I mean, they're no, no, it didn't, huge, they sell out shows. I'm sure if they were decided to do an, another tour, they would probably sell them all out. People love them. Um, after no, this, this, didn't this, their this, best this, albums come out after Nikki got sober? I have. Um, well, yeah, because I'm not the right guy kick, to ask. Kickstart my heart. Well, according to the movie, Kickstart my heart was after he. Ugh. Well, f- after his bad experience. I'm saying commercial. And, yeah, because Kickstart my heart was the girls, girls, girls phase. That was yeah. that album. So '87. So yeah. actually, they put out nine. Albums and then they put out a soundtrack for the dirt. Nine albums they yep. did. Yeah, Too fast and they for actually love. Recorded a bunch of re-recorded a bunch of songs for this movie. Too fast for oh, love. Yeah. Shout out the devil. Theater of pain. Girls, girls, girls. Doctor Feelgood. Motley Crue. Generation Swine, which was the one with uh, John Karabi yeah. in '97 when Vince was out. And then they did New Tattoo. And guess then who, Saints. Guess who, of, guess who was out of the band for New Tattoo? Uh, Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Yeah. Samantha and Samantha Maloney was their drummer. They had a female drummer yep. named Samantha Maloney who was wow. fucking phenomenal. And she was yep. in Hole previously. She was in Hole. Yeah. She was in a band called Shift also. Yep. God, don't get me started fucking, on Let's Hole. go. And trivia, I believe trivia? she was in the Breeders for a while also. Did yeah. she play in the Breeders? Yeah. I'm pretty well, sure cool. she yeah. did for Fant- a little bit. Fantastic. Drum. Yep. Breeders were spectacular yeah. band. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, oh, and she also played in uh, Belly too. Oh, did she? Yep. Because I think she played in that Feed the Tree song. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she did. She did a stint in Motley Crue. Yep, very cool. That's wow. a trip. Yep. Didn't know that. That is a trip. Did not know that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I mean, she was like, she's a, that's a lot of really good bands. She's I was, a badass drummer too. I will actually say she's a better drummer than Tommy Lee. 
That's and Tommy Lee is a rock solid drummer. He's, yeah, he's he's not bad. But she is fucking phenomenal. Well, I guess if you're going to replace him, you better get someone who's phenomenal. Yeah, she is a, a clock. <laughs> well, from She's a, a musician's standpoint, I always thought Tommy Lee was the strongest element of Motley Crue. I mean, I actually enjoy watching him play drums. He's, he's a, a very well, theatrical he's, drummer. He's, yeah, and also he does all the crazy, hitter. you know, shit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, you know, he's a hard hitter, too. The guy actually I, I when he hit the drums along with all the theatrical. Yeah, I know. I he makes it happen while he's doing all this stuff. him spinning the, the drumsticks. Yes. I'm like, really? I know. I liked how they first show him and he had the drumsticks in his pocket. And I was like, oh, yep, there you go. That's Tommy. Yeah. I wonder if he, and then I thought, I wonder if he really did do that or if that's just their little visual way. I would say the drummers I knew in the early 90s all fucking always had drumsticks on them. Always. Invariably. It's tough. It's tough to say, like, you know, nine albums. And I'd have to follow them around picking up their damn sticks because they drop them every time they bend over. (laughs) Well, their last (laughs) album was 2008. That was Saints of Los Angeles. Oh, that was a piece and they, of shit album. They literally toured until like what was it? You said 2015. 2015 yeah. yeah. And when they supposedly <clears throat> retired. Yeah. That ain't gonna last. I thought they no, did their I, retirement I, show I, in Grand Rapids well, too. I just, they did. I just they did. read this uh inter- I was looking at it because I was con- I was uh wondering and Vince Neil said no very recently. It's not gonna happen. They're not even gonna do a one off. They said he said we're all just better as friends. We don't want to work together. Their record sales, I was going to point that out, and this has been well-documented already, their record sales have it went through the roof since their release of The Dirt. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. That's so, what always happens. Totally. So it happened that, to, to, to Queen, too. Yeah, their record sales have just gone sky high. Everybody's buying Motley Crue albums again, uh, which, fine. Well, you know. I cannot get Kick Suck My Heart out of my head since I watched it, and then every time it like <laughs> goes so away, uh, uh, Home Sweet Home just starts up, and I just... Shout at the devil. Has been stuck in my yeah. head. Since That's a I good riff. It. That is. That's a great one. A I like riff. that album. I had that album. Um, I just recently sold it because I'm getting. I'm kind of recycling through some vinyl, but I like that one. And uh, don't ever sell the vinyl. Oh, I, I sold. I, I own. You sold your vinyl, man. <laughs> no, I own three records. Oh. I own three records. What are they? Can't sell Snow the vinyl. Snow White, the original, original, original 1942 yeah. pressing. Um, Jungle Book original pressing. And I bought Jen a, uh, it's called Cricket um, Songs from the Magazine or something like that. That was one of Jen's favorite albums when she was like five. Oh, that's cool. So that's That's really cool. That's our three. Oh, wait. We also have a stack of like Steely Dan and The Police. Oh, okay. Do you guys have a way to listen to them? No. Which is yeah, why give, I don't buy vinyl. Yeah, I get you a record player. I, dude, I don't buy music. Don't give it. I, I don't buy music. <laughs> I, 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 don't start. I, I have don't. a subscription to to Apple Music. That's enough. Well, all the musicians can't stand you. Yeah, oh, so they all hate me. <laughs> they all yeah. hate me. But I, thought, I thought there was some great comedic albums. I don't listen. Mo- I, I only listen to music if I'm driving. Yeah. I don't listen to music at home ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Like I, I know if I'm cleaning. I listen to music all the time. I always have a movie on. But you know. Uh, yeah, we should get back to talking about the movie, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I mean, I wanted to point out there was some pretty... I think we covered it well enough. <laughs> <laughs> I got more to say. I thought there was some pretty funny... Too, there was yeah. some pretty funny stuff in the movie. I mean, as far as... I think you might, you, you pointed that out, Mara. I mean, if you just want to take this as a standalone movie and forget about who Motley Crue was and who this movie was inspired by, right? Mm-hmm. And just watch it as a standalone movie. I got a kick out of it. I mean, it's it, there was a lot of hijinks and a lot of hilarity that went on. I mean... 
some of the stuff I thought was really, I mean, I'm like, oh my God, like the, there was the apartment scene where it's like, hey guys, check this out. And he like goes down on the girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, we, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. scene. yeah so um, there was some stuff that I actually did like, you know, start laughing a bit and giggling. Apparently that, that really happened and that that was not a joke. But that yeah, was I'm not saying it's called joke. urine. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying that. Oh, we have scene, a pro- we have a professional like female here. Down. Why don't we ask her? Him, <laughs> him well, going down on the girl in the middle of the party. Yeah, really happened, and she really did. Oh yeah, squirt yeah. I'm sure. I don't make it any less funny though. I, and I guess, does it. I guess she was like everybody's least favorite girl that that hung out at the parties. Well, you're pissing in public. That wouldn't put yeah, you on I don't my know top if, I don't know if she'd I'd want to be her bestie, to be quite honest. Hey, why don't, we invite, why don't we invite so-and-so to the party? No, she pisses on the rug every time she comes. <laughs> here. She's not fucking house trained. What yeah, is she, this, the Big Lebowski? Yeah, she's, <laughs> this, that rug, that rug really tied the room That was like one of the first scenes of the movie, too. I was just like, what? Yeah, I think, wasn't that the opening credits? They're all sneaking into the into the window and i thought you know the actress the actress what a good sport yeah, yeah. totally you know yeah. water sport <laughs> <laughs> oh damn that, that that right there deserves a yeah you're getting a golf clap for that one that was a, that was, what happened what's wrong the collar's broken oh yeah oh anyways okay we gotta Kay. fix that one again eat the mic uh, so yeah, I thought there was a lot of funny stuff. Like I said, I, I, I got a kick Ooh. out of it. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, just taking it for what it was. Like I said, Animal House. It would be like something like that. You know, and there's just you know, if I was uh, uh, you know even at my age, if I saw a skinny like rock dude with hair like uh, you know all over the place running down a hallway in a hotel I was staying at, like wasted out of his mind, I'd. Put my fist in the air. Be like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably, I mean, as long as he wasn't, you know, assaulting me yeah, or no, I mean, anything, the, I would I would be happy about it, too. It's a mess. I, I you know, it's, that's, that's I'm old hysterical. and cranky. I'd fucking trip the little prick. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, hotel room I'm destruction. All for chaos. Like, that, that's the stuff that, you know, we, anytime I've ever been to a hotel, like, you know, whatever we're doing, we go to a hotel, I'm like, okay, who wants to throw a TV out the window? Yeah, you course. know, as a joke, I'd never do it. But, that's Rock kind of we can't afford that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah they, they invented that shit. There was that great scene where they just show like shit flying out the smash the guy's car. Oh, wouldn't you be so sorry, pissed? Dude. Wouldn't credit. you be so pissed if you were that guy? Sorry, there's, dude. There's a big difference though between throwing a tube TV out the window and throwing an LED out the window. Yeah, it's like because like, less there's no dramatic effect right. if you did it <laughs> now. Right. 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 It just You're lands right. and cracks. Yeah. That explodes. Yeah. And and but let's not give Motley Crue too much credit. They did not start the thing. That was Ze- they, that was yeah. Zeppelin and, uh, yep, and the Who. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. But you I've know. always thought about and that. We're horrible people too. The mud shark. You might as well just throw a, throw a laptop <laughs> out the window now. Don't don't bring that up. <laughs> I'm gonna throw my tablet out the window. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so angry and I'm so high on espresso. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, cheap Galaxy Tab. Oh my god, I'm so I'm so angsty. I'm so I'm so worn out here. I ran. I ran out of Frappuccino. God uh, damn it! Uh, I hate my Chromebook. Uh, <laughs> which does which does lend to that idea of what rock and roll has become. And it really oh, does. Yeah, absolutely. Really does. Speaking of this idea, because I mean, <laughs> it's so bad now. I'm sorry. It really is. Well, so was Motley Crue, but yeah, it was. You know, it was dangerous. 
their lifestyles were dangerous and reflected well, yeah. their music too, right? If and, I was sticking my dick in everything, I'd be worried about AIDS in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. They didn't seem worried about AIDS in that movie at all, quite I know. honestly. Am I, I, like, I'm watching it going, these guys are fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So there was that, you know, saying, and you know, I mean, maybe that is like get out the get off of my lawn talk right there for coming from me. Like, oh, I remember back in the day, that was partying, not this bullshit you kids listen to now, whatever. And you know, I, I think that's the case. It's okay. <laughs> we accept you in your older yeah, Clint Eastwood phase. I, I don't <laughs> see that kind of, uh, you don't really see those like bands, like when they stomp through your town just <laughs> and trash everything and leave. Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of something to say about that. I'm are, we, are we going to complain about it though? I What's think that? I'm not complaining about it. I think that stay out it, of my house. I think that it does exist in some form still. Yeah, like like the sex stuff definitely still oh, goes still, on because yeah. you hear all like this weird shit happening now too. But I think because of social yeah, media it's existing, more, it's a lot more intense. These than dudes in these bands that are like total fucking like narcissists and pervs and shit they're like contacting these girls like via twitter and mm-hmm. via instagram yeah. and fucking facebook and messaging them and shit mm-hmm. so you're not seeing but a lot of this problem. stuff go on but now it's happening more even like yeah. behind closed doors Probably, which is yeah. even a little oh, more yeah. scary let's yeah. say let's it's say a lot this, more though. shady molly oh, crew the members of molly crew probably did some things um with females that were not good I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they did, though. I'm sure they did things back then that were, are now con- considered now would be, like, really God, bad. I hope not, right? but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. One thing I want to say about this now as far as, like, musicians and this whole rock star attitude shit, one thing I'm seeing, I'm noticing is, yeah, this idea, uh, there, there is this clandestine type thing that they right. try to do. However, I've seen this happen a handful of times. There's been a handful of bands, you know, not, at the level of Motley Crue, but I've watched them pull some fucking creepy shit with pe- with women. Mm-hmm. Let's just, they've done it with women. Mm-hmm. They've yeah. done some really bad stuff, uh, and they got called out on it. And these a couple of these bands had to break up over something like this. They they got beat up so bad on social media. They well, said, yeah. "Look, yeah. you did this shit. You, you you tried to rape this girl, man." And I mean, believe me, I'm right there with them. I'm I'm on the front line, going, "Dude, what's wrong with you?" Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And this broke their band up. That's good. Like the band broke up. They're like, we can't do anything. We've that's been destroyed kind of, on social media. We can't do anything. I, and like, I, that's I agree kind, with that. That's 100%. kind of the advantage yeah. of where we're at now. Yeah. Is that when they when totally. when people do really fucked up shit, their career's over. Yeah. You can you can wreck you know. somebody overnight. They get Kevin Spacey. They yeah. get Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Well, that's the same idea. Yeah. Now we idea. have consequences for this kind of yeah. thing. Well, yeah. And, and you, there should be. Yeah. And it's kind of nice, you know. It's like that, and and the other thing that we have now is the actually, like socially responsible mu- music stars yes that were starting to be a thing in the 80s like like farm aid and all that kind bono. of bono bono and and what's his name from boomtown rats yeah I, I i don't care for that guy at all no so. he's a bob geldoff is a complete yeah. asshole but yeah. but farm aid was a really cool thing yeah it was <laughs> Sometimes I think those kind of music, those musicians do stuff like that so they can go ahead and then be clandestine and rapey and you kind of just turn the other, you know, yeah. turn away from it because you're like, oh, well, you know, he's so socially minded, so he's not well, going to do like, that. Uh, no, those people should be drug, drug out wherever, even whether it's in the virtual <laughs> world or on the street. I'll say it flat out. Uh, in, and be made responsible. I'd be, be happy to put foot to ask for yeah. some of those yeah. people. Um, 
but I will say this: like when I was watching the movie, it, it being that it's like twenty five years later than them like blowing up, it is kind of weird watching that whole like sex scene, that whole like thing going on because mm-hmm. it is like holy shit, you know, this was during the eighties. This is when the AIDS like epidemic started yeah mm-hmm. and like these dudes were just out there like fucking everything mm-hmm. and like how lucky are you they come out the other end with that with they came out, on that too yeah they come out of it they come out of it with hep c yeah the hep c really that's it yeah i mean they're you don't know they could have had other shit too that's you know could be taken care of with some penicillin or yeah, I mean, you're not, you're, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're not coming out of anything with that you're drip, just, drip, drip. you take care of it as it happens and exactly going. yeah but i mean they still could have just completely just they passed it just around and <laughs> yeah they could be they could they didn't get anything obviously they didn't get anything deadly yeah <clears throat> so they are very miracle. lucky for that so i mean it is kind of strange like watching like you're watching this movie like bird's eye view all this crazy shit going on and i'm like this is actually like the definition of insanity doing the same thing repeatedly oh yeah you know Mm -hmm. over and over again we're just gonna fuck whoever we want we're gonna do whatever drugs we want nothing is gonna happen nothing you know what was funny about though is that it's not insanity because they weren't expecting a different right right you know that's the only difference (laughs) go ahead it was just depressing so when, you know, Nikki Six comes back from the hospital. He's got the, you know, they show the bruise in his chest from the, you know, the from adrenaline the thing. Yeah. And uh, he, he goes into his little, like, smack room or whatever and just, like, starts shooting up again. And it's like, what are now, you what they, doing? Now, what they glossed over is that he OD'd again that night. Yeah. He actually OD'd uh, yeah. two times that night. Um, yeah, I remember when it happened. Wow. I remember it's, when it, it was happened. depressing. It's very depressing to see. Yeah. It was horrifying. That's another thing to th- t- take into account, though, about these guys. With the exception of Mick Mars, I mean, these guys were in their early twenties mm-hmm. when this stuff when they when they hit. Oh, they yeah. were very, very, very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I mean, I am no psych major. I'm no psych expert by a long shot. But they were also very young to have that much money and power. And that's what I said. That's kind of what I said earlier. So these guys were not even really matured enough to the point to really understand. You know what they had. You're right. And truly appreciate and say, yeah, you know what? They just were going for, again, living in the moment. And that's what you do when you're that age. You do crazy shit. You live in the oh, moment. Yeah. But when you have millions of dollars at your disposal, you ampli- you're going to amplify that naturally. Mm-hmm. You're going to totally do that. Of so, course. So, yeah, I mean, that kind of explains, you know, what well, the hell happened here. I want, that's my thing. Is I'm like, why? Why did this all happen the way it did? You know why did these guys do all this crazy shit? Why why didn't they just play their music, and go have a beer, and go to the hotel room and chill and, and enjoy watch a movie. all that money and relax? Yeah, you know, mis- no, misguided. why? Why did they have to like? And there was that one scene where they show, it may have been Nikki Six, where he they showed they showed his day like kind of like you know he, oh that you know, was Tommy. Tommy was it Tommy? Yeah, Tommy yeah. showed his day you know starting at like. Five o'clock, six o'clock in the afternoon. Oh yeah, he yeah. Up. Do, 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 do. Oh, that was like sickening. And it walks him through his day, right? So I remember when that was my days. Like I'm not even joking. Like I remember waking yeah. up. You remember yeah. playing to huge crowds? Not the huge crowds oh. part. But, but no, that, I, no, I remember <laughs> the waking uh, up late <laughs> as hell and yeah. Hair but of no. the dog. <laughs> That's rough. That's well, rough, man. Well, there is that, that whole thing too. You got to take into account, like why. 
That, that's again, that, and that's going back to because what I took he, away from because him. he could, and it was that was. I mean, his his one responsibility is you know Play going drums. to that job playing you know playing the show. Mm-hmm. So play drums, and that seems like just a big party. So there's like not enough structure. I think you know a lot of this comes down to something we all do ourselves. It's all about escapism. So whatever your life and lifestyle is, it becomes a bore. It becomes repetition. So then you start to look for things that will take you out of that. My thing is, I want to escape. I go spend a hundred bucks on movies and then I throw myself into those movies or TV shows mm-hmm. for the next couple of weeks. Why? Because I'm escaping from the boredom of everyday life. And I think with them, it's our escape is we're going to drink and fuck everything in sight and do drugs and do it as much as possible. Don't you think that may get mm-hmm. boring though too? Yeah. Well, well here's my thing. Yeah, but like, then they like have when to keep first doing it up, more, Yep. When they first started doing it, they weren't famous. They weren't a big deal. They were a bunch of dudes trying to get a band going in LA that were getting handed coke by everybody uh, anywhere anyone near them was giving them coke and booze and all that kind of shit. And they were so fucking poor, mm-hmm. so poor that that's what they were escaping from to start with. Yeah. And then they started escaping. For, like It was just constantly yeah. escaping a different thing. And, and that's the thing is I've always. But that was the, the, the mechanism that they developed I, early. I, I always got the impression about Motley Crue, and I didn't know if this was just like, you know, wrong or whatever. But I always got the impression that they weren't really doing it for the music there was something else the girls the money the drugs oh that's, yeah that's what's motivating oh, yeah. them i don't i think to do it i think they may have started out I, th- I don't think there's any way you could start out playing music not having an interest in writing music and having a passion for it yeah but like there's a great scene from the simpsons i remember seeing this and it was hysterical because mm-hmm. it was bart simpson and it was an episode where he wanted to be a rock star and his dream he like had this dream of being a rock star and it shows him passed out in a dressing room and God, oh, I remember that Stewie or whoever the hell who was that kid? The other Mill kids House. like Millhouse. Millhouse, like come on, come on, <laughs> Bart. Used to be about the music, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's exactly how Motley Crue started. They wanted, yeah. to, they were interested in playing hard music. They wanted yeah. to play rock and roll, um, and yeah, then all this other shit floats into the thing. And yeah, the booze, the women, the drugs. That all took over. Mm-hmm. And they showed that even in the movie where they're in the studio trying to put together an album and they're all just sitting, they're all fucked up. They're all sitting, mm-hmm. around, sitting around on the couches on heroin. Yeah, they're all messed up and they're like, come on, man. And they're trying to figure out how to write an album again, you know? Yeah. Where if they were clean, it would, they probably, and that, I mean, I agree with that. Somebody said that a few minutes ago. If those guys would have kept their shit together, they probably would have wrote some really interesting music. So they stuff could've. that I probably would have been like, hey, this is a good album. Yeah. yeah. This damn good album, you know that old shit's bullshit. This is really cool right here, you know. Yeah. So, but they never got to that point because I think yeah. I mean, they well, what's funny is that they started off with real with a couple of really good albums. Livewire's a good tune. Yeah. yeah. That's you know, a good tune. I mean, I like they started one. off with a couple of really solid albums, and then <coughs> it seems like they fell really deep into everything and had a couple of really shitty albums, and then came back out and were okay. Well, I mean, like, I think that when they came back with the Girls, Girls, Girls album, that was kind of like the peak for them. That's when the showmanship went from like here to here, and that's when we started with the the rotating drum set and mm-hmm. the 
you know, the big pyros and the girls on stage, backup singers, dancers, all that mm-hmm. shit. When Girls, Girls, Girls came out, like, that was, like... They got big. Like, fucking huge. Oh, I remember when they got huge. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was a lot of producers behind them, too, helping them out. I mean, I don't think they wrote every single lick they've ever recorded. I think Probably there not. Was, there was help from, from producers, which we'll never know. Uh, engineers and producers always step in and say, hey, how about you try this? How about you try that? I know uh, all about that. Yeah, right? So, yeah, we both know about that. So, again, I mean, I, I think this whole mystery of what the hell happened here with these guys and what this movie kind of put on the spotlight to me was simply, you know, why? <laughs> Why the hell did it have to go this way? But that's what they were. That's that's what makes them who they were mm-hmm. also, too. That's their identity. Not a good identity. Not an identity I'd want to have. Uh, but that's what makes Motley Crue. When you think of Motley Crue, that's what you think of, like partying, boozing, drug addict dudes, yes. screwing everything with a pulse in front of them. That's just what those guys did. I mean, the name kind of defines that, too. Totally. Right. Totally. Yeah, totally. Couldn't have, couldn't have had a better name for it. I think they should have been called Christmas. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Was, the, was that one that of the names so they said? That was, that was, yeah, and it was like X, 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 right? Mass. It's like a pentagram. <laughs> and Mick, Mar- Mick Mars was like, that's the stupidest thing yeah. I've ever seen. Or whatever. Uh, yeah. He's right. But it was a fun movie to watch. You know, here's something I liked about it. I thought it was really cool that then they introduced the manager. They were like, okay, well, it was this guy and another guy, but he's not in the movie because it's boring. And then, you know, yeah, yeah, they kind of like go to that. And that kind I, I enjoyed that because, you know, whenever you watch a biopic about a band, they always do that. And like the best example I can think of is the Runaways movie. Yeah. Where oh, they yeah. just, they took all the bassists they ever had and they combined her into, into one, one girl. Character. And it's like so rude to the poor, you know girl who played bass with them the most of the time i actually yeah. like that movie but though i, I do did, too i really I like that one like kristen stewart like i couldn't people, believe i liked her in that people complain about her but she did she was joan jett man she was she, she was, was dead joan on. jett and so is what's her name is uh there's a fine wine was it F- fanny joan jett. joan jett that's a fine she's wine right there beautiful. sorry i didn't mean to cut anybody no off, that's okay say she's gorgeous and what's she's her name al fanning or or yeah. Dakota, yeah. Dakota, Dakota fanning and sheree curry yeah, yeah that, that was it yeah that was oh, a good movie she was so good in that. she was she was really good that movie just got like totally sidelined too it, did. it, it did. didn't get promoted really well got kind of well, critically no, cause, defeated cause everybody was so busy making fun of twilight still no when it came out which was a shame they did good I mean Sheree and Joan became like friends again and like really worked with those girls and like coached tell. them like yeah. and they did their good they, re- they re-recorded those songs mm-hmm. there is a movie that pulled off the live performances yeah oh god did it why couldn't they do that with the dirt it makes no fucking sense do and you know what movie pulled it off better than any what's that CBGB oh yeah oh, I didn't see that, that one great. I wanted to watch oh, that I my. forgot about it Fucking God, it's good. Yeah. Um, but did you th- Alan Rickman is so <coughs> perfect in that movie. Yeah, he really is. Oh, I my God. about that movie. I can't believe it. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you... Th- I mean, I know there's been talk about the live performances in the dirt, but did anybody think maybe that's just kind of what the idea was? Like, to kind of make it look goofy? Maybe. Kind of make it comedic, like, the whole idea of what their lives were, like, just these... Goofy morons who can't keep their shit together. Been. I mean, I didn't, might, really, maybe, I didn't really notice it until like Chris mentioned it. Un- out of sync. It just seemed like really weird editing. Like maybe they were great doing it live, but they just edited it really badly. Yeah. Yeah, the lip syncing was terrible. Oh terrible. god, especially in the in the sound booth. Oh yeah. 
Oh, I God. Didn't remember yeah. that. <laughs> there wasn't paying attention. I it was awful. Yeah, was I picked that stuff apart really bad, though. Well, what I thought you're was, a singer. What I, know. I, what I thought was funny is that all the all the actors who played the uh, band members were all more attractive than the actual band members. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they yeah. show that cutaway at the end, like the, yeah. uh, the, where they have the, the real Molly Crew. I Especially love the guy who played Vince like, Neil. Oh my god, the like, guy playing Vince Neil. It's just like tight and cut and like yeah, like he he's like build. and he like looked like when he was like he looked so like angelic when his when his daughter was dying. He looked like Kurt Cobain or something. Yeah. And, like, it's not what Vince Neil looks like ever. A- ever he never yeah. looked like that. I he know. always looked like somebody's child molester uncle. Ugh, yeah, he's not. <laughs> and now he's fat and really looks like it. Oh, it's bad. He looks bad. He's and I, I love and it I when I see him with makeup on. Now. I wouldn't like ever like be that way about anyone. But he's he he's looks like not divine good, now. Whatever. He's not a good oh. divine was beautiful. Did that totally just come off? It totally just came. Oh off. my god! Let's end the show. All right, we're gonna end this show. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> that right, was the terror. No, that was like I said. I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, um, it's it's worth a watch. It sure is. It's, it's, it's a fun movie. Whether you're a fan or not. Yeah, because like, I'm not a fan, and I I didn't. I wasn't sure about watching it, and I kept hearing good things about it, and I finally just <laughs> decided yeah. to watch it, and I, yeah. I was honestly happy I did. The show is literally falling apart. Yeah. We, we better stop before something We're going to stop. No, it's all good. Don't worry. I think we're good, <laughs> though. Right, hey! I've talked plenty about this movie now. Yeah, I'm burned. Oh, yeah. I, I have... Yeah, yeah. I talked about it for like 10 minutes the day I saw it. Yeah, and that combined with this is more than enough talking about the dirt. Now, kickstart my <laughs> heart's going to be stuck in my head for like another week. No, nope, not here. No, let's just get shout shout at the devil. I had I had hypnosis yeah. done to me that's, when I was younger to block all that stuff out. So yeah. I don't have that problem. <laughs> I actually paid a lot of money for a hypnotist to say just totally block out the entire. Molly Crew discography out of my brain. Wow. Yeah, that's great. All right. Worth every penny. I'll give you a that card. That might yeah. be worth the money. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back next week with something. I don't know what yet. Something fun. Sex. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Night, night. We're not going to talk about your mom next week. We'll talk we about might Chris's talk mom. about Chris's mom, though. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> He's a liar. Bye. <laughs> Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com and find The Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes.